Welcome to Drop the Bags, Bitch, the podcast, where we talk about healing from traumatic marriages and divorces. I'm your host, Melinda Gerdung, certified life coach, domestic violence survivor, and the divorce coach for women who want to get over their ex and live their best life. Hey, my friends. So I wanted to talk about beliefs today. So you ever think something, maybe even something that logically doesn't quite make sense, but it just feels so true? Like in your bones, it feels true. I once had the belief that if I just had bigger boobs, I would never be sad or heartbroken. (laughs) I blamed every mistreatment or heartbreak on that. Like, it wouldn't have happened to someone with bigger boobs. But that's like nuts, right? Bad things happen to everyone. Girls with big boobs still get their hearts broken. They still get cheated on. Hell, even Beyonce gets cheated on. And we can laugh at how ridiculous this belief sounds, but y'all, it felt so true to me. Like, it felt 100% real. I couldn't let it go. It was my go-to scapegoat. So what the hell even is a belief like that? And how did I come to believe this thing so strongly? A belief is just a thought that you have over and over and over again. And it has like integrated with your subconscious mind. And that's what gives you that feeling of truth. But just because something feels true does not mean it is actually true. What a mind fuck, right? But this is also incredibly powerful because if what you believe is based on thoughts you have had repeatedly, then if you just repeat thoughts over and over again, you can just change your beliefs, right? Well, yes and no. (laughs) Yes, that is how it works, but I actually find that in order to really shift a belief, it can't just be a rote repetition. In order to really shift, it has to elicit some kind of emotion from you. Think about it this way. If you currently believe that you are a hideous hag and you try to repeat to yourself over and over and over again that you are a beautiful goddess, like you can do that, but the entire time your subconscious is going to be fighting you. Like every time you say it, another part of you is going to whisper back, liar. So instead of jumping all the way to, I am a beautiful goddess, you might try, I have a human body. And as mundane as that sounds, your subconscious can't argue with it. And it also is not as hateful as, I am a hideous hag. So what you would do is you would practice training your brain through repetitive redirection to default to I have a human body when you look in the mirror instead of I'm a hideous hag. And then once your auto thought is I have a human body, you can take another small step up the ladder towards your goal of I am a beautiful goddess until you are finally able to practice thinking I'm a beautiful goddess without part of your brain shouting liar, liar, pants on fire. And this is how I retrained my beliefs about men. 
So I had the belief that men were these subhuman base creatures that were essentially controlled by their cocks. I had zero respect for them. I thought of them as lower than cockroaches. Like I hated men, like violently hated. I had to make myself think, okay, are all men vile creatures? And upon thinking about it, every, you know, thinking about everyone that I knew, I had to begrudgingly admit that, okay, no, not all are vile. So I practiced thinking some men are good or some men are faithful. My brain had too strong of a rejection of thinking men are good or even, or even that they were human. Like I couldn't even accept that. <laughs> that's, how, that's how strong this was. I truly saw them as less than. And look, it felt so true. I just had such a violent feeling of absolute hatred. I was all in on it. And yet with practicing these beliefs, starting with some men are faithful, progressing to men are human too, to some men are good, I was able to move past this violent hatred of men. I'm in a happy relationship with a man now, which would not be possible if I was violently hating men. And now sometimes that old belief will pop back up. Something will happen that will trigger it. Not going to lie, Donald Trump triggered it majorly. <laughs> but I believed that for a very long time. So of, of course my brain is going to offer it to me time and again. It used to be one of my favorite hits. But when it does, I just don't engage with it. It isn't my belief system anymore. And this is also how I've retrained my brain thinking my small boobs are a problem to thinking my small boobs are perfect. By baby stepping my way on the belief ladder from the current belief that I'd started with all the way to the ideal belief or the thing I would like to think about myself. Sometimes we can have resistance to the idea of just changing our beliefs. We think like, but what if it isn't true that I am a beautiful goddess? Then what? Am I just believing a lie? But the thing is, with so many beliefs, it isn't so much is it true as is it useful. It is very hard to objectively prove that you are attractive. Like some people will think you are, some people won't. But you get to decide what you want to believe about yourself. Is it useful to think you are an ugly hag? How do you feel when you think that? How do you behave? What results do you create in your life? And then compare that to the feelings, actions, and results you would have if you believed you were a beautiful goddess. And then which is more useful? Which belief produces the more desirable results? The beliefs that produce the best outcomes in your life irregardless of their truth are always the best ones they are the ones that i pick for myself and always will the other thing that i find really useful about this ladder technique of changing beliefs is that it it lets you acclimate to your new belief systems and it's just 
it's much more easy on your whole nervous system. Like I compare baby stepping, the experience that I had baby stepping my beliefs to the experience I had where one singular event shattered a belief system. When I lost religion, it was the latter. Like it was just one day my belief system shattered. And that was very jarring, like to have in one moment everything you believed kind of swept up and gone. It like left me feeling that I didn't know what was real. And it felt pretty terrible. It felt like I was dying because I guess a part of me sort of was. But the experience I have when I'm baby stepping a belief, it's very gradual and it feels more natural and you're able to acclimate to each rung of the ladder and it really doesn't give you that like jarring feeling that a sudden overhaul of a belief system gives you. So I'd encourage you to examine your life and what are you believing right now that isn't serving you and make a plan make a write out a ladder a thought ladder that you will use to baby step your way to what you want to believe right now i am working on healing some serious money trauma so i have so much fear and shame around money and my current belief is that it's really hard to make money and i want to believe that it's easy but i cannot believe that right now i have mountains of evidence (laughs) to the contrary so i will be baby stepping my way there starting with maybe it could be easy i'm starting with maybe it could be easy because it just cracks the door open a little bit gives maybe a little bit of wiggle room there instead of it's always hard but hmm maybe it could be easy some people might find it easy and i can believe that and i can think that and once i can believe that hmm maybe it could be easy. I can work my way up the ladder. And I do want to address a little nuance or quirk <laughs> that the human brain has, and that is that of cognitive bias. Right? So, cognitive bias means that basically you your brain is filtering all of the input it's getting and it really only keeps the inputs or the information that aligns with your current belief system so if i believe making money is hard my brain is only going to look for and provide evidence for that or if you believe that you're an ugly hag your brain is going to be training to look for evidence of that that's all you're going to see you will literally disregard information to the contrary like you will only remember things that people said that were in support of that that were mean you will literally like 
your brain will discard all of the compliments you might have gotten or the evidence otherwise that you're not an ugly hag. This is the way cognitive bias works. And I find that you can kind of hack into that cognitive bias by making your brain intentionally look for evidence of the contrary. So if you believe that you are an ugly hag, you could try to bully your brain into providing evidence of the contrary. And it will fight. Don't get me wrong, it will fight you hard. Don't let it win. If you keep pushing past every I don't know, there isn't any, eventually your brain will get to work and start looking for evidence. And so I find that to be really helpful when I'm trying to ladder up um, the belief ladder is to take time and make myself think of evidence for the new beliefs because you will find what you're looking for. Whatever you're looking for, that is what you find. It's like a law of the universe or something. Anyway, that's what I have for you this week, my friends. Make sure you subscribe and get on my email list and let me know how it goes with your belief ladders. I'd love to know. All right, talk to you next time. Hey, so if you're liking what you're hearing on the podcast, you'll definitely want to check out my mailing list. It's where I send all my little tips and tricks for fast-tracking your healing. Plus, I'll send you my breakup survival guide when you subscribe. You can find me at melindagerdoncoaching.com slash subscribe. See you there.